0: Hey everybody, welcome to Unscripted, where we're all about inspiring better conversations and helping people think more deeply and critically about faith, life, and leadership. We are here for a roundtable, but it's Thanksgiving week, so everybody's super busy doing a bunch of things, getting stuff ready for this weekend, and so I snagged Danny for a moment. Oh yeah. Because I want to talk at a square table kind of round table sort of thing (laughs) about this last series that we just finished up this last week we had a series at rcc that we called the best is yet to come and uh before we get into that danny daniel uh, i want to ask you one question all right Uh, the first question is this what are you thankful for
1: what am i thankful for yeah because it's thanksgiving i mean i thought we could start off with a little thankfulness and like if the bass is yet to come, that means the bass is right now. Oh, so, like, oh,
0: yeah. Each moment, right? Oh, yeah. wow. Trippy. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: so I'm thankful for very right now. That's That was awesome. good. Yeah. You know, um, thankful for my wife and my child and just this fun season. So yeah, fall I saw, was a favorite. And,
0: I saw little Daniel the other day. Yeah. And uh, he was like crawling, kind of like half crawling. It was awesome to see. It was yeah. so much fun and it happened so fast.
1: Yep. Last night, uh, first time ever. Uh, with a laundry basket, he pulled himself up, oh, standing up yes. entirely on his own. Totally. And that was like, oh, man, we're in trouble. And then immediately afterwards, he climbed all the way on top of the basket for the first time. And we're like, oh, boy. Dude, you were in trouble. <laughs> yeah. You're in so much trouble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was
0: actually thinking about this and the best is yet to come thing. And I was thinking yeah. about like a child being born, like your mm. first child, especially because – because there's so much that goes into that because it's something you've never experienced before. Like yeah. we're on, we just had number three and like that that's it, like number three. Yeah. And the third one was a whole different game where like you kind of know what to expect. And some of the things are like, oh, they're at this stage now because you've experienced the stages twice. Yeah. But when it's the first time and you think about the best is yet to come. Yeah. That's just a fun way to think about it. Yeah. So I'm curious, like what, besides standing up, what has been fun just watching him grow up?
1: Man, that that's interesting that you say the best is yet to come because everyone we talk to has been like, you know, you think like, oh, I don't ever want to lose this, this type of Daniel yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then like the next thing is just so much better and then so much better. Like the best is always yet to come with them. So, yeah. I mean, uh,
0: I, there's some specialness about the really young eight years, but I'm all about them growing up. Like, yeah, I love them growing up. Yeah. All the parts are so great. They become more of an adult. They have more interesting conversations. Yep. it's just really great. I I love the young ages, but I love the older ages even more. Yeah, so cool. just so you know, the all best right. is really yet to come. Yeah, with, with yeah. The parent,
1: awesome. I think the the most enjoyable thing uh, so far is just like in the last two months he's like just come alive right so i was kind of i'm a kind of dad like i am super like go 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 energy focused and so like i've been just dying to like get to the point where he is on the move right i like when he was little i was like i want to hold you and i love you but I also can't sit for very long. So like (laughs) what am I supposed to do with you? You know what I mean? Strap him on the back. (laughs) Yeah. Now he is just on the move and him and I like wrestle and play and it's a lot of fun. So it's the best. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, but what about
0: you? What are you thankful for? Oh thanks for asking. Um well thankful for my my family. Um man, we we actually just moved a little bit ago, a few months ago. So maybe it's two months ago. I've lost track of time. September. Sometime in the end of September. Uh so we just moved, and it's been awesome. Um, just just really cool, like going to get settled into a, a new house with your family. The boys are are loving it. They're kind of feeling more at home there. Mm. And uh, just watching them get older has been really great. Um, Megan and I have been working really hard. We both have some pretty demanding stuff happening yeah. right now. Yeah. So that's been really busy, but it's been awesome to see as we've gotten older – uh, and further along in our marriage just to see like how even though the stresses never really subside, they don't go down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's never really a moment where like, oh, life's easier now. At least it hasn't come yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's always kind of just generally gotten more difficult. I think,
1: I think that's what retirement is for.
0: That's what they say. <laughs> I talk to retired people all the time and some retired people are like, I'm busier now than I was before. Uh-huh. So we'll see. I, I, I'm i trying to start to stay skeptical so I could be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, all right. uh, but, uh But we've been able to Handle it in a different way. Like we're exhausted and tired plenty of the time, but we're we're at a level where it's it's been really cool to just see how, um, as you grow older with somebody and you work at appreciating them and loving them well, that even in the midst of some really like high stress times, you can mm. really enjoy each other. And it's yeah, cool. so cool. It's been a good
1: thing. Awesome. Well, hey, real quick, what about at church? Yeah, that's what a great do question. What you for at church?
0: So at church, oh man. That's a great question because there's just like, I, I literally have like five things vying for me to say them right now. Like, there's so many things I'm yeah, really excited yeah. about. Uh,
1: Not excited, though, thankful. Like, what do you think? Well, but they, they go together, right? Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: uh, um, I'm thankful for the staff, for you guys. Uh, it's, it's pretty wild that I get to be in this with you guys. Hmm. Um, you're incredibly dedicated, you're incredibly humble. Um, each of you wants to see like the best things happen for people here, and and see people draw closer to to God. Like just we're talking now, it's so like I've mm-hmm. I've heard so many stories of you just working <clears throat> with students and these students just developing. And so for me, I'm grateful I get to be part of this team and to mm. lead this team. Really, as yeah. we go into this next year, yep. that uh, really cares about people and don't really care about their own personal glory mm. or their own personal whatever. Yep. But they see so much good happening and like I can just see it like yeah. it pours out and it's talking to each and every one of you. It, it's been amazing. So, mm. I'm super cool. grateful for that. Yeah. In the church. Awesome. Uh okay, so let's get into a little bit of the best yet yeah. to come stuff. Yeah. So, we've had this series and there were four talks that happened.
1: Mhm.
0: First, one was first, two were were Mike talking about his story um, that has passed and how he got to church here, Mm. how the church got planted. Yep, all the stuff. And that was that was just it was amazing because I've heard that story so many times. It was amazing just to hear him be so raw and honest about the whole process Mm and getting here. Um, The second one was him talking about the future and his future and church's future. Third one was me talking about the kingdom of God and how that can be right here and right now and how we could be part of that as a church and how it can look like that. And then you talking about heaven this last week. We spanned the gamut. Like we Mm -hmm. did a lot of different stuff. What was one of the things that stuck out to you the most? Uh, over the course of the four different sermons. You can't choose your own.
1: Sure. Uh, okay, that's fair. Yeah, and that you thought like,
0: really hit you in a, a really big way where you're like, oh, man, that, that really helped me think about the future or the best is yet to come in a new way.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, I, for the most part, listen to each sermon three times. Right? Yeah, you do, dude. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, I think a lot of times um, – lately I end up going through the motions and or like try to do some other work in the midst of it so it's not uh I don't I don't listen with the my full attention always which is kind of a bummer but as you gave me a recap uh I was reminded of something that I think is just really um pertinent in my life like if I if I I'll just i'll just lay it out so mike's first sermon yeah his faith story and his past right and when he gave the sermon i was like oh yeah like cool that was great uh, but it, i didn't put it together in terms of like how that was meant to be the best is yet to come yeah but if you like think of the story as a whole like from where he was to where he is now like each step along the way things were getting better like the best is yet to come right and that's the same for the future for what he wants to do in milwaukee that's the same for here at rcc and that's something that i've experienced in my life like the best really actually truthfully is yet to come if i look at where i was 10 years ago an absolute wreck to where i am now i could have never imagined it and it's like this this thing that happens when we submit ourselves to the lord and like we don't know what's gonna come and we have hopes and dreams for our future and it's always way better and yeah. you can never even imagine it and that's not like a prosperity type thing whatsoever but it's like a peace and a joy and a love thing like our our emotional well-being yeah is unbelievably exponentially better than we could ever imagine
0: well, and I think it depends on how you define best because I think we're tempted as Americans really mm-hmm. just to define the best as the cushiest mm-hmm. the easiest but that's not that's not the best yeah and it's not I think how Jesus would define the best I think for Jesus the best is defined as you're more fully trusting him mm. in any given circumstance and relying on him for being sustained and given energy and given purpose and focus. Yep. And if you can like find yourself in that pocket yep. more fully and deeply with each passing year, I really do think that that means the best yet to come no matter the surrounding circumstances. Yeah. Yep. Cause I think it, it just changes your perspective because
1: yeah, your perspective I think is the key there, right? Like, uh, Yeah. Americans, we think like we'll have like better house or, you know, we, we look at it as materialistic, Yeah. but the things that the fruits of the spirit are like emotional, right? They're like our, our mental health becomes so much better. No matter the circumstances, when we lean in to trusting and relying on God.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, let me tell you, for me, one of the things that stuck out was the question you asked mm. uh, this last week. And I know that you found that question and like, just thought that was awesome. Yeah. It was really, really good. But it was basically about how if you get all the different, you could have all the different things that you imagine heaven having, uh, sports or hobbies or food, food yeah. or whatever, all the <laughs> friends, all the relationships, mm-hmm. and God wasn't there, would you, would you still want it? Yeah. And that was awesome. And I think it's awesome because I I think it's so tempting for us to believe and think that we know what's best for us.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, big time.
0: And if if you start to think that you know what's best for you as compared to God, mm-hmm. and I think you probably know better what's best for you than I do.
1: Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: But but God knows better than either of us. Yep. What's best for each of us. Yep. And so to actually trust that yep. and think, you know, I don't know if that thing's going to be there. I don't really care mm-hmm. because I know what God has is going to actually be better for yep. me. And yep. that's a, that's a trip because it also goes into your normal life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know,
0: it was awesome. I really liked that point.
1: Yeah. I, like you said, I, I snagged that from an article that I was reading, um, but, uh, there's a, there's a common saying in the pastoral world that oh, the best sermons are the sermons that you're given to yourself. Right. Yeah. And that's something for me. Like I think there's an aspect of heaven where like all the, the things that I dreamed of having here on earth, I'll get to have there theoretically, like whatever, it'd be amazing. Um, But it's just hard for us. I think a part of it is just because it's hard for us to understand how amazing or even comprehend being with God really will be. You know what I mean? So um, we focus a lot here at RCC on like practical steps for our day to day lives. And for that, I really just felt like it was a, an opportunity that people needed to just stop and like, think about it. You know, like you'll get to us a headspace at a certain point in time where you're like, I don't understand God. I don't know what it's going to be like to be with him. I trust him. So I'm going to work on just not focusing on all the things that I want having to be and focusing on just like the excitement of being with God. Yeah. Because that's a hard thing to comprehend or accomplish mentally. So sometimes you just need to like stop and think about it.
0: Yeah. I I think we're often racing. And it was helpful on Sunday to have a moment of pause and think, oh, I haven't really considered that yet. Yeah. And when I do, I look at my circumstances much differently. Mm. And that's really cool. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Here's another thing. All right. Another question, at? another thought to kind of ponder together yeah. for a moment. Best is yet to come. We talked a bit about church. Yes. And we're obviously going into a future that is different than it was in the past, but, mm. but not entirely. I mean, like there's a culture here and a, a future here that are married together. Yep. I mean, we've, we've established this church over the last 20 years. Mike's led it in some awesome ways yep. where there's just this particular set of, of values that we have where we treat others like Jesus treats them, where we take God seriously and take his word seriously, all these kinds of things that, are, that aren't going to change. But I don't ever want to think or believe that the best days are behind us. Or mm. like Mike said in one of his, his first message, he doesn't want his biggest leap of faith to be behind him. He yeah. wants it to be in the future. Oh, man. And I think that should be true for us as a church yep. as well. Uh, as you think about the future, maybe specifically in youth group or student life or um, any other area that you want to comment on that you're sure. just really excited. Like the best is it's just getting started.
1: Yeah. Yeah, great question. Uh if you would have asked me what I'm most thankful for uh In when church? it comes to church, yeah. I would have said just the foundation that's been built. 'Cause yeah. it's just a phenomenal foundation. You can't build a house without a good foundation. And so I think like the uh when you look at like um longevity of churches, right? Or like there's a oh man, I don't remember the, the company, right? There was this Chinese company and uh, they built electronics. I'm making this up at this point, but it's kind of a real story (laughs) (laughs) i'm not sure what that even means (laughs) (laughs) i don't remember the exact details but the premise of the story is the same sure they were lagging behind in their competitors for 50 plus years okay but they made decisions not based on being successful in 50 years but being successful in 150 years and now i think this is the story of sony actually now that i'm saying this okay and now they're like a leading technological company right sure so the premise is they weren't worried about being the best right now. They wanted to build a phenomenal foundation so they could be the best over the longevity. Yeah. I think we got a phenomenal foundation. And like uh, if we continue to have that forward future focus, like trying to build for the future, uh, man, we're seeing the fruits of it now. And I think uh, the best is yet to come in student ministry. Aaron and yourself built a phenomenal foundation, and it's really cool to build off that. And um, some of the things that we're doing with worship and live stream—like there's so much that is like rapidly um, accelerating because of the building blocks that we're laying. It's like an exponential growth type thing, you know? Like, yeah, it takes totally. A while, and and RCC grew really fast, and it's amazing. But that just tells me as uh, a new-ish, coming up on two-year staff member that like, man, there's so much potential for the future. And I'm thrilled. I can't wait for um, just like a lot of the uh, people at RCC to really um, represent Jesus well. in So many different areas of life. I think there's only so much you can do as an organization unless your people are also reaching out and we're seeing that happen left and right. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, one of the images that's been coming to my mind lately is actually, uh, um, I grew up on a, a strawberry farm, right? Yeah. And, uh, I thinking about all the work that goes into producing fruit mm. and it's a lot. And that's all with the hope that someday maybe you'll have a great crop mm. of fruit Yeah, and there's so many things that go into it. And the opposite side of that, it's all like outreach oriented, right? Like you gotta, mm. you have to try and get people to show up so that they can pick the fruit yep. and like yeah. experience the fruit. Yeah. But what's remarkable about that is it's all about the fruit. Mm. It's all about the fruit. Everything you do on the back end of things, on the inside of us as a person, like the character, the the firm mm. foundation that we build within ourselves and us as a right. church, yep. it has to be about um, making it so God has every ability to bring out great fruit in us. Yeah. You don't want rotten fruit. right? It might look good on the outside, but it's rotten on yeah. the inside. And you don't want that. Yep. And then, once you have good fruit, it's easy to grow because it's word of mouth It's yep. people finding out, oh man, this is amazing, this is so good. you've gotta go check it out. Hmm. you gotta see what's there and And I think God is doing some incredible things on in the hearts of so many people here, and that's what's getting me like super excited about the future, yeah, because I think the fruit's good.
1: Yep. Oh, yeah.
0: And and the foundation upon which it is built, like you're saying, is yep. tremendous. And that's what gets me feeling like the best really is yet to come because the fruit's so good. Yep. <laughs> and I, I think when that gets out and gets shared, it's just so natural for people to want to... Um, to, to experience it themselves. Yeah. And, and then the, the point is that it's, it's not ever to become this consumerist mentality thing where you're just showing up to, Oh, that's tasty fruit. I'm going to eat it. But rather that we would grow into people that are producing more and more mm-hmm. and yeah. simply because we're experiencing a life that is totally, literally different and, and substantial and good and purposeful and um, able to withstand the
1: awful winds of life. Sometimes, mm.
0: With with still thinking the best is yet to come. Yeah, there's yeah. Just so much. Like there's, there's like noticed.
1: a like a handful of Bible parables that all fit into that. Really yeah, like low, seven like, of them exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so true. Yeah, harvesting and totally and
0: yeah, awesome. Well, well, I, I want to keep this one short because yeah. I know it's a it's a busy week and a yeah. busy couple weeks coming up. So yep. we're not gonna have as much time today. But uh, to end, uh, let me think here. What, what's the best way to end this one? Um, the best is yet to come. Danny, one year from now, Mm. what do you hope is, uh, shifted or changed in you?
1: Oh man. Uh, in me or in, in uh, you personally, we're getting raw, man, What I hope has changed and shifted. Yeah. You know, right now in my life, I am juggling too much than I should be juggling. Sure. And I know that. And my wife and I, we have talked about it and it brings a lot of stress to our marriage. She also is juggling a lot. Um, and, uh, there's like, there's like a light at the end of the tunnel. Like there's an end date for some of these things. So we have talked about it and we've decided as a family that, uh, we just need to like suck it up and push through. For which you do part- sometimes. Good yeah, job. Yeah. Which, for this particular season. Yes. Um, and so from a year from now, um, I hope that I am more of a, gentle and patient man. Those are because really right now. Good things. I'm like a little edgy. Sure. And, um, yeah, that's a I'm, fantastic I'm leave it there. I yeah. think it's a
0: great way to leave it. Yeah. But I will say, I, I said, great job sucking up for a while. As long as the season doesn't last forever. Yeah. And yeah. You have to have those end dates. Yeah. I mean, we've experienced that and we're still like, Hey, there's gotta be an end date to this yeah. craziness. And that's yeah. the reality. It's, that's, that's yeah. the way it is um you're in that stage that we're in just a couple years different like yep. when you yep. have kids and the young seminary kids and it's and exhausting yep. seminary is a big part of that for you yep. exactly
1: yep and yeah there's gotta be an end date but you also have like need to have planned points of relief right yeah. so like, we got a vacation that we're planning for february so sure like yeah like those are the little parts that like keep your sanity exactly in the thick of it right yep. yeah so totally. what about you though a year from now
0: What about me a year from now? I know that right now I'm thinking about all the things for the future. A year from now we'll be, we'll be in the thick of it. And I know that the only way to get through that is to really, really trust God well Mm. and not feel like I have some fancy knowledge or Mm. some perfect idea of the future but to simply rely on what god's saying yep. and directing and to know that he's going to provide um so mm. oh, man. whether that's for church or our family yep. or any of those things i know that that trusting that he's enough and that he'll provide is mm. is going to be the most important thing for me personally to grow in over this next year mm. and that will mean that the best has been coming
1: yeah yeah it's
0: awesome man. awesome well thanks for jumping in here for this little bit yeah thanks Uh, for having me i I encourage you if you're if you're listening or watching uh, you should answer that question for yourself what what do you want a year from now to look like where the best is yet to come how do you want to be different in that way and with that uh you can share this if this is helpful to you uh you can do that on youtube or uh, instagram Or Spotify or iTunes or all those things, whatever have you. (laughs) But uh, we love having you guys a part of this. If you have any questions, don't be afraid to shoot an email to me at samprowitz at com. We'd love to hear from you and we hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you next time.
1: Nice. Sweet.